Live at Meridian. Welcome to uh, Live at Meridian. I'm Stuart Holliday, and it's a terrific pleasure to welcome uh, members of the uh, African Women's Entrepreneurship Program, uh, leaders from Africa who are selected um, for their outstanding ideas in how to create and build businesses. And, uh, and this program has been uh, very, very important, not only for the participants, but also so that Americans can understand more about economic development in Africa and potentially how to partner, I would think, as well. And so um, I'm joined uh, by uh, Manfo Chavane uh, from Lesotho here, and uh, Ms. Manuela uh, Rakoto Manga from Madagascar, uh, Antonio Rago, Yes. Or, yes, yes, <laughs> and uh, Tamara Knott from Namibia. Uh, I also wanted to share at the beginning that um, I was born in Malawi. Ah. Yes, so uh, I uh, feel very uh, connected to the <laughs> continent. Um, and uh, But I wanted to ask you maybe first to just share a little bit about the business. I know that you all are in um, either... Uh, Cosmetics, skincare, fashion. Um, just first, maybe perhaps uh, a, a little bit about uh, what your product is. Okay, so um, last year I launched Iberi Natural Skincare, uh, which is a Namibian brand based on using Namibian plant ingredients and specifically sourcing them from community enterprises. The core ingredient is Namibian myrrh, which is wild harvested in the desert of Namibia. Um, and it's unique to Namibia. The plant grows nowhere else in the world. And so it's a truly unique ingredient from Namibia. And so the brand is about telling stories about uh, Namibian people, Namibian plants, and supporting the communities through the brand. So myrrh is a plant-based uh, product? Yes. So it comes from uh, the Kamurfa wildy plant. It's actually a resin. Oh, okay. And then the resin is processed to extract an essential oil. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, for me, um, I create bags and accessories made in um, digital fiber, such mm -hmm. as raffia. I've uh, bring some of the products. Oh, so I make uh, bags and also clutches like this uh, for the woman and also for the men. I make this uh, bow tie. And uh, yes, it's been three years since I started my business and so now I'm here. Excellent, um, beautiful. I've been in business since, I can't remember when. I've been in different, uh, different businesses. Uh, um, I have seven patents. Really? Mainly to be in mechanical. I did electrical engineering, but uh, business has always been in my passion. So I only worked for one and a half years in the field. And now I've come with Florida Cosmetics, which I launched last year, mainly from the um, wild the organ the, the plants extracts that we get from the soto we have a lot of aloe because of mm -hmm. the of the altitude they are more nutritious than the other lower parts so we have aloe we have rosy oil which we extract ourselves we buy it from the local um, villages they collect and then go and buy from them mm -hmm. and then you also use a cactus extract and the other uh, ingredients we source from the rest of the world. We do, the way we distribute it, because my thinking was, I want a project that will be able to employ as many people as I can. My minimum was 2,000. 
But then, um, then it was how am I going to do that? Because you can't have an industry that starts with employing a lot of people. So I decided to go network marketing, a much level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, since last year, we have over 2,000 distributors and mainly women. And they are really doing very well. And they are taking them all over the world. That's amazing. You know, it's interesting. All of you, all the products all have some sort of natural or environmentally friendly origin. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how important, you know, is that you would think, um, on the one hand, in Africa, that's taking advantage of the natural products and agriculture, uh, that you have. But, uh, on the other hand, um, uh, how, Aware is the customer of the fact they're doing a social good as well as having a nice product when they buy your products. Well, I think or how important is that to the customer? Oh, it's yeah. very important because yeah. especially with cosmetics, the market is completely saturated with products. Mm. So the way that we stand out is our story. Um, so, for instance, on every very product that you buy, on the back it says that this was harvested by Himba women in the desert and it's unique to Namibia. Mm-hmm. And in the environmental side, I think it's our responsibility to make sure that all those ingredients are being harvested sustainably. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, the project that I buy the myrrh from, each, every single woman is registered and receives training on how to harvest mm-hmm. sustainably to make sure that those resources um, are available in 10, 20 years' time mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. to make sure that they're being used correctly. Yeah, I imagine that's the same. Yeah, from my side, the Russia is one of the... Uh, it's ori- original originally came from Madagascar. It's uh, mainly produced in Madagascar, and we export uh, like around ninety percent of our graf- natural graphia outside of the world. The world. And uh, and raffia originally is a type of grass, right? Yeah, it's a palm tree. The palm and, tree. Uh, we use uh, the leaves. Mm-hmm. To, to weave together to yeah to create fabric. It's very products. popular right now. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. popular, and uh, it exists since the a very long time, and used to be one of the the goods that were exported during the colonial mm-hmm. age, and um, such as vanilla and cocoa. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no one really know about this fiber, and this is one of my uh, biggest uh, uh, goal is to talk more about this raffia because it is already originally came from Madagascar, and uh, no one yeah. really know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Myself, I would say, uh, just like um, Tammy has said, the market is already saturated. So if you bring a product, it has to have something different mm-hmm. so we're taking advantage of our different um, plants that we have so we have plants mm-hmm. that we don't have in our country and then we have some that they don't have in other countries so it has re- it's it's really worked very well and being organic also tells a story and it really empowers the people in the rural areas as well because it brings some income to them mm-hmm. and you're not only the one that is benefiting. It's, it's a supply chain mm-hmm. where you buy from the rural ladies collecting and then you come for the processing 
of the of the plants and then to the to the cosmetic uh, manufacturing so um if you are looking to grow your business and you know you're thinking about the next stage of your business and what you might learn or develop what do you think is the most important either barrier to overcome in growing your business or the thing you know uh, that you need most to grow your business wow i think the biggest one is uh, i mean there's so many factors (laughs) the biggest one i'd say is probably access to finance so as we know to grow your business you need money to grow um they're all not (laughs) (laughs) that's a big challenge yeah i mean just looking at you know from our experience here we're all looking to export to america and i think we'd all love to do that but it's we need money to do it in terms Mm of meeting regulations changing packaging if need be and finding distributors and having the correct cash flow for stock to sit before you sending it out so i think mm-hmm. that, yeah that could be fine yeah mine is more because i've worked a lot for about my packaging and all the different uh, support marketing and so um kind of, i have already also a website where we can uh, where i sell my bonsais in europe and uh, my ne- next step now is about to improving the the story and the branding because mm-hmm. I've already all of this, but it's kind of a so marketing. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say access to markets because at this point in time, I'm say uh, having started like one year ago, we are really more focused on our regions, yeah. but we are hoping to expand more and expand our uh, production. So that means we need bigger space, yeah. we need bigger capital, and uh, also to keep to the standards, to have proper standards. Right. So one thing you all share, I think, if my geography serves me correctly, is you all are very close to a very big economy, South Africa. Yes. And you border South Africa. Yes. In one way, shape, or form, or you are near South Africa. Uh, talk about that market. In terms of, do you view uh, that as a, as a you know, kind of first stage developed sort of market yes. before you move uh, out, um, or do you think that uh, are you looking you know, directly at Europe and the United States and so forth? How important is South Africa? Okay, to myself, South Africa is very important. It's a huge market, and the products are everyday use products, not like the beauty more beauty it's an everyday lotions and glycerin and stuff that you use on a daily basis and south africa having a lot of people mm-hmm. population being how many is it 56 56 million yeah. and our population is only 1.8 million so we are really focusing on south africa it's a lot of faces yeah yes <laughs> and um we have prizes when we uh, we sell to the distributors and the consultants mm-hmm. we have local we give them two brochures this one is for the local people the price is different from when you go to south africa because we are trying to encourage mm-hmm. them more to cross to south africa because the market is bigger and the exposure will be bigger for our products sure. and um, they also make a lot of money yeah. so they are really focusing more on south africa and they're really doing well we have a lot of that's why we are they are growing so fast that's because there's a huge market in South Africa, and sure. yeah, the response is very well. We mm-hmm. do, they do also go to Botswana, 
we have a distributor that is in Botswana. So the trade fairs mm -hmm. that are around SADAC, we don't, as a manufacturer, attend the trade fairs. They get the trade fairs and they go and distribute and we help them with the marketing tools mm -hmm. and packages. So and the Madagascar though is an island, yeah, so it's a little island. bit different. Yeah, and uh, another thing about the free South Africa market, but now that I've um, met all of these wonderful Africans, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do more research about the other African country because it is a really interesting market about uh, my product because I didn't realize that we were really different. We have many difference, but also many. Uh, things in common, and yeah. um, and there, was, there is also a big market potential market there. And uh, well, for me, Madagascar, we, our native language is uh, French, mm -hmm. so I am improving my English now. <laughs> so for some it's very good. Well, it's yeah. Yeah. And um, and this is uh, also one of the reasons why I started with Europe. Mm -hmm. But uh, this experience gave me uh, opened my eyes to the whole So has, I have to ask you: Has the movie Madagascar helped <laughs> people no. know, or has it? No, but Amanda, you can see the the movie with uh, Morgan Freeman, who made the the island of Lemon, where you can see the all the beautiful landscape of Madagascar. Mm. That's great. How about Namibia? How did what do people know about Namibia and how do they think about it? Um, it's a desert. Yeah. I think most people know that. And you think of wildlife, right? Yes, and there's wildlife. And Namibia is so diverse because one side is kind of desert and beautiful and you have all your desert animals. And then sort of northeastern Namibia has got buffalo and elephants where it's greener and got lots of water. So yeah. it's diverse. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask you about your visit here to the United States. You're on this program that is... Uh, funded through our State Department, and you, you've had the opportunity to visit um, some American towns, mm -hmm. I guess, beyond the capital here in Washington. Maybe you could share a little bit about where you went and kind of what your impression was of where you visited. Well, I think the places we went were so different. Our first mm -hmm. stop was Chicago, yeah. our second stop was Miami, and our third, Denver, and our Washington. And it's just been so interesting to see how different all of them are. And mm -hmm. um, Miami was hot, yes. but vibrant <laughs> and fantastic. Uh, and Denver was friendly and you know, had yeah, that small town feel, and everyone was happy to help. Yes, yeah, kind yeah. Of Western. yes, exactly. We were together with Tammy, but uh, I loved Denver because it felt more like home, and you've been so much warned about the altitude. <laughs> but when we got there, we found that there's nothing. <laughs> this is our normal everyday altitude, so yeah. we even have higher in our mountains. So Really? Yeah. Um, we went to the Rocky. I felt, I felt it felt like home. I was even sleepy on the way because I was so calm and this is home. And we managed to visit two cosmetic industries, different. The other one small and the other one much huge. Much huge. <laughs> and it was like wow. <laughs> yeah. And she was twenty. She has she has been in twenty five years in the business, and you are saying twenty five years we should look like. Yes, exactly. Right, right, right. So we're starting to aspire to. And she's quite so rotten that when you get home, we're like, this is the way the Americans do things. You have to 
Keep the standard. Yeah, no, that's nice. <laughs> I'm, really sure awesome. can, I'm sure the Americans can learn. A, a, a <laughs> but listen, um, I wanted to thank you all for your leadership, and I hope that when you return to your countries, that you can you're going to create those jobs, and that you're going to get the capital you need to expand and grow. Hopefully, some of those relationships in the United States will will support that and um, keep up the good work. And, and thank you very very much. <laughs> well, thank you for a great program. Yes. Yeah, it's very Live at Marina.